0: This is descending into madness, and we've only done three characters.
1: Burly Chassis, was that a description you gave to the police about your car?
2: She was absolutely batshit crazy. Anything she's in, I want to watch it.
0: And this has come about Because of you, Fraser, because I had a dream with you in it the other night.
1: Moi? Good evening. Welcome to the Build a Bond podcast. My name's Stuart Morrison. Joining me, as always, we have the always entertaining, the ever immaculate Fraser MacArthur. Oi, oi. (laughs) That wasn't a very immaculate greeting. Well, no, you're right. Maybe not. But uh, I do look immaculate, don't you think? You do, absolutely, as ever. Um, nice to see you back at home, rather than out on your travels, and of course, wearing your traditional garb of uh, tux and bow tie. I do enjoy a traditional garb, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. Well, uh, what are we doing, Fraser? Not just here to talk about our garbs, are we?
2: Well, we're here now, garbs and, and the rest of it, garbs and, and bond, build a bond, mm-hmm. um, and that is a podcast, as you well know, because you're listening to it. Um, And that's a podcast in which we invite a very special guest to design their fantasy 007 movie from scratch. And to do that, they'll pick people to fulfill these five categories. Someone to play Bond, someone to play a co-star, someone to play a villain, a director for their film, and someone to record their lovely theme
1: song. Fantastic. I always wonder, people listening to the podcast we always introduce the concept in the introduction i wonder how many people actually get to the stage being like i have no idea what this podcast is about let me just listen and hopefully find out
2: yeah yeah that's that's an interesting thought yeah i mean yeah you should you should really know what you're getting into it's probably been recommended
1: to you by one of us or one of our brilliant listeners or another listener yeah 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 uh well that sounds great i can't wait uh will there be any rules do you think uh,
2: rules, not usually no, but you may remember last year we had the Madonna Bell, of course not to be confused with the Maradona Bell, which is something entirely different. That's season um, six. That's season six. <laughs> but yeah, I believe I believe we have concocted a new rule to explain.
1: Yes, this this season and this season only we have the Idris L Bell. <laughs> okay rolls off the tongue, uh, Mm -hmm. so to speak, and the uh, um, rules are similar to the Madonna Bell, if our guest mentions at any point the often proclaimed next Bond, Idris Elba, then they will be forced, against their will, to complete one of three random challenges. They'll pick a number at random, that will open the envelope to one of three different challenges which they will have to complete on the podcast. Uh, High stakes, I'm sure you'll agree, Mm -hmm. but, uh, that's what you get if you mention Idris Elba. Mm.
2: Well, the, the people have mentioned them far too often in, in the in the past, I would say.
1: Well, that's that, That's the reason. You know, we, I'm sure we're bored, stiff of talking about Idris Elba. And I'm sure listeners are a little bit fed up of hearing us talk about Idris Elba. So if he comes up, then we've got a few fun challenges to bring a little bit of lighthearted and maybe a little bit weird uh, fun to the mm. podcast. A little bit weird. like it. A little bit weird.
2: Uh, I I tell you what, I could have done with a bit of Idris Elba around about my place the other day. Hop.
1: I'm sure we all could have, but what were the specific <laughs> circumstances for you, Fraser? I only went and got my bloody car stolen, didn't I? Mm, your car
2: stolen? I yeah. told you. You know, don't live in Glasgow, Fraser. <laughs> you never said that once. <laughs> what happened? Right From right outside my flat, we got home on the Saturday night uh, at quite late o'clock and went to bed. Thought nothing of it. Woke up the next morning. Car's gone. Straight on to the police. And do you know how long it took them to find the car? The fuzz? The fuzz. Hours. Less than one hour.
1: That is either excellent police work or very shit thievery.
2: Tell, terrible car thievery, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But Jesus, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure our listeners will appreciate As successful podcast hosts, you live in a very... Uh, Pleasant suburban area, not the place you might imagine would be rife with car crime. Absolutely, yeah. Um, And I
2: proved to myself that I would be a rubbish James Bond because I pretty much did nothing about it apart from phone the police and ask a couple of neighbours if they'd seen anything.
1: Wow, that is a high drama. Nothing uh, the sort of happening at my end. uh... So if you're listening, thief, you'd be a bloody ashamed of yourself. yeah. We don't endorse your actions here on the Build a Bond podcast. If you want a car, purchase it through the normal means or through a friend. Absolutely
2: right. Let's get on to our episodes. <laughs> today. We've got we've got the very very delectable Amanda Lamb. Uh, do you know much about Al- Amanda Lamb?
1: Nope. Alanda Mam, as I was about to call her. There. <laughs> I know uh, I know loads about her, Fraser. But just in case I don't, uh, maybe you could give us a brief introduction. Mm. I'll give her a proper introduction (laughs) when she's here
2: But uh, briefly, she's television presenter, uh, property expert and model Thank you very much Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, very excited to hear her take on Bond And uh, actually I've just had a couple of texts from her with pictures She's suited and booted, she's got a martini in hand
1: Looking forward to that yeah, I can't wait. That is uh, exciting. She's going to be a brilliant guest. Can't wait to get her in. Should we get on with it? Yes, we shall get on with it
2: in one moment, Stuart. Okay. After, after I've given you this week's challenge. Oh no,
1: not again!
2: <laughs> well, this is quite a good. This is quite an easy one because I okay. for, forgot about it until the last minute. So basically, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I know that you're a big fan of a James Bond dinner scene, right? A little it. And you love it yeah yeah so all i want you to do is fit in as many food and drink brand names as you can to this episode
1: brand names or yeah. just food and drink names
2: uh, brand names yeah
1: yeah otherwise i could just keep saying amanda lamb and then lamb <laughs> <would count>. yeah <laughs> okay okay uh name food brands drink brands is that okay or just drink food? brands yeah food and drink brands perfect okay Right. Right. Well, I hope you're all hungry because here comes the episode, and here comes my top food and drink brands. I'm having the lamb.
2: She's cool. She's swooning. She's sexy. She has all the traits of a great-born girl, and she's somehow friends with me. Starting out as an estate agent gave her the experience to become one of Britain's best loved property experts and in between modelled for the likes of FHM and perhaps most famously was THE Scottish Widow. But she really stapled her place in the hearts of the nation by becoming the lead presenter on shows like A Place in the Sun, You Deserve This House and more recently Holiday Homes in the Sun. (laughs) Putting the fun in Scottish Widows Fund and Life Assurance Society it's the lamb with the golden gun. Amanda Lamb.
0: Oh my what an intro. <laughs> <laughs> the lamb with the golden gun. That is perfect. Did you take um, a long time to think that one up?
2: Not not in the slightest. It's our
1: job <laughs> to come up with these puns. <laughs> <laughs> Although that was our that was our first one we've had based on insurance products, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's an absolute cracker. Thank you both so much for having me. Before we go any further, can I just say what a genius idea for a podcast. It's Aww. such a clever idea. And I've had so much fun stroke, so many nerves trying to come up with my ideal scenario. I've been writing I honestly, you should see the lists. There's been lists and scribbling out and rewriting it and coming up with different ideas, and I think I've got it.
1: Okay, good. Well, it's really well, yeah. I'm glad you've it that, that's what I love. Is like uh everyone comes on and sometimes people say it's been pretty stressful coming up with their uh, their bomb picks but everyone seems to have a good time so that's what's most important
0: yeah I've really enjoyed it
1: you know what it's been it's been a few months since we've seen each other Amanda uh
2: I miss the hell out of you
0: oh I miss you too I miss you I miss all of it it was we were so blessed um Fraser and I worked on a show last year together, like he said, um, Holiday Homes in the Sun. Although none of us could remember the name of it, could we? <laughs> <laughs> True.
2: It kept changing.
0: It changed every week. And he was just a joy to work with. And we'd go out for dinner at night, and I'd I'd say to the to the the crew, you know, we are so blessed. This is a really unusual thing to happen, to, to find a group of people like we had all together doing the most incredible show and having so much fun. It's the only show that I've cried I cried basically for the whole of the last week. It was ridiculous.
2: <laughs> that's not even that's not even <laughs> just saying that. She literally did cry like every day of the final week. Well, I, well
0: I, know,
1: I know Fraser is stressful to work with but uh, yeah <laughs> he, he often brings me to tears as well
0: <laughs> he was a joy he was he was lovely no yeah.
1: I've, I've heard very good things about the show of course we've had a, a previous guest on as well from uh, from the show so yeah it's uh, sounds like it was a great experience and it yeah, looks like an amazing yeah. show
0: you had Sam on, didn't you? Because I was in the room next door when you were recording it, so I was trying to be super quiet and kind of like don't make any noise because I knew <laughs> the, I knew you were next door and I didn't want to mess the podcast up for you. So yeah.
2: Well, very kind of you. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. he won't
1: uh, he won't mess things up for us either. But you know, well here, here's here's your chance to mess things up for him. Did you have you listened to his pics? What did you make of them?
0: I have. I you know I found it quite interesting, um, and I'm not going to give too much away about mine yet. But I'm, I'm. Mine are very, very different. And I was going to ask you guys a question because I was thinking about this when I was writing all of my, um, all of my uh, cast down. So if I predict the next Bond, do I win something? Yeah, probably. Did, or or yeah. the next Bond girl, or the next. <laughs> I mean, some of them are dead, so they're not coming. Back. <laughs> but, but a lot of them aren't. So I was just thinking, wow, if my Bond suddenly becomes Bond, do I kind of win? Like, I don't know. Well we,
1: we we haven't really discussed it to be honest. Um I mean if you if if you pick someone who's dead who then gets cast then uh, you'll win an extra <laughs> special be, prize although amazing. with <laughs> with the holograms and everything these days who knows. But I think the potential is that at some point during the recording of this series we may well get an announcement about who the next bond's going to be yeah. maybe. So I think we'll definitely do a special episode and we'll of course have to give full shout outs to anyone who manages to call it.
0: Yeah. I could have a free trip to Scotland. Come and see you in person. How about that? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs>
1: yeah
2: absolutely.
0: Um, I'll
1: pick you up from the airport if you still got his car. <laughs> I, I the car, yeah. It.
0: I was thinking about it earlier on as well, because I was sort of thinking, you know, Bond movies are so synonymous with growing up for me. They were always on. A bit like Star Wars movies. They seem to be on this sort of permanent loop in our house, you know, when we only had like three channels. And there was always a Bond movie on, and I could never remember who was who or what was going on, but it was just always there wasn't it yeah and I was trying to think of a connection because I I I know like quite a few of your guests that you've had on here have had some kind of connection with Bond and I was like I haven't got one and then I did there was a light bulb moment so when I became the Scottish widow I took over from Roger Moore's daughter what oh the original Scottish widow wasn't me it was Deborah Moore so she did two or three commercials in the late 80s and she is Roger Moore's daughter. So the amount of times um, in the last sort of couple of years, or couple of decades actually people have come up to me and gone you Roger Moore's daughter? (laughs) (laughs) Nikki Lamb (laughs) Nikki Lamb, back to you work up in Portsmouth.
1: Not that I'm aware of.
0: There's my Bond link. There you go. It's a link. That's
2: right,
1: yeah.
2: Quite tenuous, yeah.
0: Yeah, But it's as close as I can (laughs) get.
2: Did you ever meet her? Did you ever meet i
0: did yeah they had they had one event um which was hilarious actually where they got all of the old scottish widows together to launch the new scottish widow. <laughs> so there were four of us all in the room you know the three oh, no. the three that had been outed but kind of you know soap at the top of the stairs and kind of trip wires and things like that and then the new one came in which must have been quite um I guess it would have been quite intimidating, wouldn't it, to have sort of have to and we all had to have pictures together. It's but like
1: it was, um these know. new Spider-Man films where they bring back all the like previous Spider-Mans <laughs> together.
0: Toby Maguire saying, <laughs> like um, what's her name? Bette Midler in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, she's just there going, It should have been me.
2: <laughs> or James Bonds. Or Imagine James- having all the James Bonds in one film. Yeah. yeah and Roger Moore's star.
0: all of them and I can make an appearance in a cloak somewhere at the back yes
2: yes (laughs) brilliant well so I mean obviously you're a bit of a Bond fan and yeah you are you a film fan in general do you watch a lot of films
0: I do love going to the movies I love the whole um the whole experience you know it's a bit like it's not just sitting in the cinema itself it's the whole thing before it's the build-up it's the kind of you know I go to those sort of posh cinemas with sofas and things I like those ones you know the, yeah. the ones that you drinks while you're sat there um yeah and and I've got to be middle middle unless it's a really long film and then I've got to be on the aisle because my bladder isn't what it used to be <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I know what you mean it is such a um
0: no, no, it's such with the like that was like seriously I how many what's the longest movie you've ever sat through
2: yeah, I mean, you need to bring a tent for the Hobbit, don't you?
0: Um,
1: they are getting longer for sure, I, I can't. I mean, a like, pot. <laughs> yeah, if it's under two hours now, you're absolutely you're, you're pretty pleased. Yeah, nothing
0: is ever under two hours now, is it? Yeah. Even, yeah. Gone are the days of because I watch a lot of movies with the kids, um, you know, and and they're an hour and a half long, and I'm like, oh, thank God for that. That that's doable. I can do yeah. that. But um, you feel yeah. like you're
1: you're at like the, the the shop beforehand, like stocking up on supplies, getting your like buttered popcorn, your rollover I hot love dog. It. Big yeah, cup I'm, a, of Pepsi. I'm
0: a sweet and salty combo. Are you, what What are you?
1: I've got a friend who, not in the cinema, like if he's just watching films at home, he'll make like his own popcorn in the microwave, and then he'll like pour in a bag of minstrels into the warm popcorn and like mix it all around, and then eat that.
0: Okay, that's an interesting combo. What's, I, what's, I, what's your
1: views on that, Amanda? What's well, your?
0: <laughs> I I do have a minstrel view actually. I I hold them in my hands until the chocolate has melted, <laughs> and then I. Stick the um the actual minstrel in my mouth, and I break it in half with my teeth, and then suck the chocolate out.
1: That is a wow. third, I guess it's the same concept—the the warm popcorn sort of like warming the minstrel. But yeah, yeah. it's good to have a te- good to have a technique. It's yeah, important.
0: You be sure, though. You can't you can't muck about with the minstrel.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I I'm, I'm I'm right in, <laughs> <That's> right in. <laughs> Wise words can't muck around with the minstrel. yet
0: Yeah. There you go. That can go on my gravestone.
1: <laughs> Put that in the in the trailer for this episode. <laughs> uh love it great great well shall we shall we
0: shall we before we do by the way i see that you're drinking a martini Fraser. Mm. yeah um, i would have been joining you but i've had to go gin and tonic because i appear to have got rid of half the ingredients that i need for a martini and all i've got left is gin
1: <laughs> well it's better than nothing
0: it's better than what are you drinking Stuart.
1: Uh, I've just got a cup of tea unfortunately not less much less glamorous um I like the way Amanda you said well oh, I've, I've got rid of all the other alcohol not that I've drunk all the other alcohol <laughs> <It's just laughs>
0: I've got rid of it tears. I don't know where it's gone <laughs> it's
1: just gone who knows
2: yeah well cheers here's to your build the bond Amanda Lamb
0: cheers my darling right Are we ready for this then mm. I've written a list look I've actually got a book
1: oh wow that's very book. thorough you've written
0: read... <laughs> well I haven't written a book I've just so, written a page
1: that was Kim Sherwood we've already he had her oh, yeah <laughs>
0: Well, it's going to be interesting to see whether you've had any of these people yet.
1: Well, it, yeah, we're, we're now four. This is our fifth series. Season five. Uh, we do get a lot of repeats, but actually, surprisingly, we, we're we still getting a lot of new names sort of oh, coming yeah. up. So I'll be excited if you've got new ones. Also love a repeat. But um, yeah, like I'm, I'm keen. I'm eager. Let's get into it. Well, we don't love everyone. So if it is shit, we'll tell you.
0: I know what I heard. When um, yep. Sam and Kate Winslet, there was a sort of tumble, wasn't there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're getting better at being more honest, I would say. The yeah, little... I was
0: going to say. There was absolutely no need for a lie detector test for that one. <laughs> wasn't
1: you were you were in the room as well, Fraser, so you yeah. I know. There'd could have cut I the could... tension with a knife.
2: I could feel I could feel the disappointment in him, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I oh, know he was so excited because he was a bit like me. He, he he kept talking about it in the car all week about who he's going to have and what he was going to do. And yeah. And then when he announced it with the old big drum roll and you two just went.
2: Nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the name of entertainment. No hard feelings.
0: Yeah. Right. Do you want me right. to announce? So how do we do this? So we start with the big guy first and work our way down. James so- Bond. Oh God, I'm now really nervous because I'm waiting for this tumbleweed to go flying across this, this. Okay, so my bond is going to be Jack O'Connell.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Hey. Yes. yes. Are you doing that because you're nice to me, Fraser, or do you actually think that's a good idea?
2: I've been waiting for five seasons for
1: someone to say this.
0: <laughs> really? No, that's
1: that's crazy. We, we haven't had Jack O'Connell before. He has come up, I think, but not as a pick. Yeah.
0: Okay, so do you want my reasons why? Of I've course, passed. yeah, yeah, yeah. So first of all, from a pure, I'm going to do the money bit first. From a franchise point of view, he could go on for quite a few because he's young.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I reckon he's got a good, what, three, four, five bonds in him? Yeah,
1: yeah. for sure.
0: I reckon. So he's what? Is he's the early 30s, I guess, maybe? I, yes, I. So he was in 71, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And I keep getting confused because I keep flipping the numbers around and thinking he was in a war move, <laughs> not the one with the troubles. He wasn't in 17, he was in 71. And yeah. I thought he was fantastic in that. But for me, he really sprung to attention, I think is probably the correct way of saying it, in um, the latest Lady Chatterley's Lover. Have you oh. ever seen it?
1: No. No, I haven't actually.
0: So he plays Oliver Mellors. He plays the gamekeeper. And I think it's um, Emma Corrin is Lady Chatterley. Ah. And there are several reasons why I think he is, or would make a fantastic Bond. He has a vulnerability about him um, in the same way that I think Daniel Craig did. Um, Not Roger Moore, he had no vulnerability about him. (laughs) But I I think Daniel Craig was probably the first sort of real person that you could relate to when you watched Bonds. And I think Jack has that same kind of vulnerability. He's rather gorgeous. So obviously that that you know that that's not going to go amiss, is it? And I think he has a, a sort of he's got this really intense gaze. If you were going to do a staring competition with him, you would never win. Like he has this incredible presence. And in Lady Chatterley's Lover, I urge every man in the United Kingdom to watch the love scenes and basically replicate them.
2: Okay, great. (laughs) Right, that's not where I was expecting that to go, but okay. Well, there, there's uh,
1: some homework for all our listeners.
0: Maybe not the potting shed, but you know the actual premise of it. So they had a intimacy coach to film the love scenes. I don't know whether you read about it or not, but it was the same coach that did um, normal people. Yeah, and I. I always think, in, especially like in, in a lot of the Bond movies, you know, with the sort of the, the love scenes, um, the ones in Lady Chatterley's Lover are so realistic and they're so raw and they're so passionate that they just leave you sort of, you know, all my girlfriends. We all watched it and we're all texting each other. Going, <laughs> oh my God, did you see that? Did you see that? So like I say, men of the United Kingdom, please watch and learn. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's, it's not just that reason, but I think that he is... I think he's an incredible actor. I think he plays so many different roles. I think he looks the part. I was toying with him and um, Joe Olwyn, but I think he's a bit too young and too babyish.
1: Yeah, I'd probably agree with that, yeah. That's, that, Maybe that's fair, yeah. Done. You definitely can accuse Jack O'Connell of being too babyish, that's for sure. No. <laughs>
0: you couldn't in that potting shed, I tell you that for nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to bring the intimacy coach on board for your film as well, just to keep the consistency? <laughs>
0: oh yes of course absolutely but um, yeah I thought he was great um I, I've obviously only seen him in um gamekeeper's outfits and in the nuddy because there is a, a a complete nude scene in that movie as well um but I think he looked pretty good in a in a, in a bow tie and a suit as well so he is my brilliant. bond um and I'm so pleased that there was no tumbleweed <laughs> yeah
1: brilliant um <laughs>
0: that's my pick for bond and then i'm going properly off tangent with the others okay Oh,
1: cool great well i mean my, my two cents on jack going yeah would, would would be agreement i think he does the intensity the serious parts he is also a good looking guy and he has uh like you mentioned, yeah, a little bit of vulnerability about him. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. thinking mostly. I, I literally just finished watching that North Water show, so it's still fresh in my mind, and, and he really is brilliant at that.
0: Yeah, he is. You must watch Lady Chatterley's. The, the film's rubbish. Just skip to the naughty bits. <laughs>
1: That's what I do anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm not normally a fan of a period drama, but yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll give
0: seriously O'Connell,
2: O'Connell a whirl
0: yeah give him a world he's very good he plays he he plays the the role really really well <laughs> but like I say what I like about him and what I like about Daniel Craig's bond is that there is a more sort of human side to him he's not yes he's suave yes he's charismatic but there is a sort of vulnerability and I do like that
1: De- yeah. definitely a disservice to poor Dim- Timothy Dalton to say that Daniel Craig was the first to do that though I think he he had an element of that to him as well
0: mm. Yeah, I guess he did. Yeah. And I guess Timothy Dalton, when was when was Dalton Bond? Mid mid-80s? eighties, yeah. 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 So that would have been kind of when I was sort of, you know, when it was always on. It was always on at Christmas in our house. It always seemed to be sort of playing and yeah, because um that's right, because at the time I was in love with um Morton Harkett from Aha and they did the um. <laughs> the I used to have a pillowcase with his face on it and I used to kiss it every night and then have to take together with the wet ear. <laughs>
1: another quote for the uh, trailer there yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm gonna give you so many quotes for your trailer basically your trailer is gonna be longer than the actual podcast (laughs) but they did what did they do the um theme tune to um yeah the
1: the living daylights Mm -hmm. that was it great theme tune as well yeah it was
2: yeah aha uh no yeah that i i love jack o'connell i think he's an awesome choice and um Ever since ever since he started out in Skins, that was just astonishing. Like, I'd never seen a character like that before. And he does play it so intensely.
0: Yeah, um, he's, I think he's incredible. And I think as well, if you were the old uh, Barbara Broccoli, you'd be thinking about how you would... Because we don't want another Lazenby, do we? <laughs> we <don't want> one. <laughs> Nobody needs another Lazenby. We don't need a flash-in-the-pan bond. We need, like, a, a long bond.
1: Well, I, I would actually... No, I I, I do agree, although I am slightly curious if it it would be worth it, you know, like, because now all film franchises are obsessed with this, like, world building and and making a long-term franchise and stuff. Maybe it would be nice to just have a wee palate cleanser, just a Mm. a one-and-done Bond comes in.
0: And moves Boosh.
1: Yes, (laughs) yes,
0: exactly. Do you want my villain?
1: Let's go, let's go, um, co-star then, like Bond girl.
0: Bond girl. Okay, this is going to be an interesting one. I don't even know whether either of you have heard of this woman or not. But the love interest is going to be played by Aubrey Plaza. Have you heard
1: of her? Yeah, we've heard of Aubrey Plaza. I think
2: after The White Lotus, everyone in the world has heard of Aubrey Plaza.
0: Isn't she incredible in that? And what I didn't want was a Bond girl, a sort of fluffy Bond girl. And I, again, with Aubrey, I think... The character that she played in um, White Lotus, I'm obsessed with White Lotus, by the way. Um, the character that she played in that, she was strong, she knew her own mind, she didn't mess about. And when I was researching this and I, and I um, Googled her name, because I didn't know the name of the actress, I looked at her and then I started going off on this ridiculous tangent. So the tangent is, she is the daughter of, is it Vespa? Who's the one that Daniel Craig really loved? that oh. ended up drowning in the thingy.
1: And in yeah. your movie?
0: In my movie, yeah.
1: Not Yeah, Vespa Lynn, yeah.
0: That's the one. Which, yeah. by the way, I had the most amazing Vespa La Martini the other day and it nearly floored me, but my God, it's <laughs> very memorable. I'm going off on a tangent. No, so, yeah. She's going to play the love interest and it will transpire at some point or another that Vespa had a baby before she met 007 100 years ago. I can't remember when Vespa was knocking about. When was she around? Like two
2: thousands Casino
1: Royale.
2: Yeah, to that. Yeah, early two thousands. That's. I mean, that could be quite. Oh, work
0: there.
2: Yeah. Well, it work? Yeah. because is that does that mean? Well, who's Jack O'Connell then? What is what is this?
0: Well, you see, I was also going. So here's my other tangent, right? So the yeah. villain.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So the villain was going to be Daniel Craig. But then oh that probably went at the end of the last one. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. So, or did
0: he well exactly
1: this could be this <laughs> could, this could be his it could
0: be it could be his die, was it was it his no time to die so now <laughs> yeah. I'm. Like, okay right you might need to rein me in here because no no gonna i'm die. gonna
1: do the opposite i'm gonna encourage you this is his origin story he <laughs> faked his is own the, death <laughs>
0: so this is literally gonna be like being put in a room full of toddlers only it's just me so, <laughs> so my villain was originally going to be daniel craig and he was gonna be a bit like it was Sean Bean, wasn't it? An agent gone wrong. Then yeah. at the end of No Time to Die, kaput gone. But has he? Spoiler. Well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> if you well
0: like he was going.
2: If you haven't seen No Time to Die yet, then sorry about oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's,
0: so if you that... haven't seen No Time to Die, then you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. No, that's very
1: true. So man. so so in your in, in, in Amanda Lamb's Bond universe, mm. it was all an elaborate ruse and Bond didn't really die. Yeah, He he switched sides basically to become the body.
0: Basically, he got pretty annoyed that they blew him up, (laughs) even though he's not blown up. (laughs) But then I thought, what if he's blown up? That's not gonna work, right? So then I thought that the villain, and this is even better, but then we might just have to lose the whole daughter of Vespa thing and just have Aubrey Plaza as just like a Bond girl. Because then I had another villain in mind, Matilda Swan, grown up. Oh. That's better, isn't it?
2: Jeez, yeah. That's
0: yeah. So I... my villain, my villain is going to be Matilda Swan, grown up, and she's but... going to be played by Scarlett Johansson.
1: So really grown up then?
0: Grown up, not happy that Daddy might or might not have met an untimely end. In case anyone's not watched the last one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's your your classic daddy issues, Bond girl.
0: Bond, Bond villain, Freud did sorry. Have, yeah. Freud had have a field day with it. She's, <laughs> 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 She's really cross. And she, do you know what I thought the plot could be? And you guys will probably be able to tell me this if it's already been done. And if it has, I'll have to rethink it. And this has come about because of you, Fraser, because I had a dream with you in it the other night. Moi? Yeah. It was really intense. It was, we weren't in a potting shed. We were in your <laughs> flat and we were standing, you you lived in this really high rise building and you and I were in your living room and we were looking out the window and there was this enormous tornado coming towards us. And I was saying to you, oh my God, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. We've got to run, we've got to run. And you were being all like casual about it, going, no, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. And then all of a sudden it hit and all the glass shattered, and we were both thrown backwards. And then I woke up. Wow. And then I was like, it's a sign, because I'm doing the, the podcast with you guys. It's a sign. So Matilda Swan, Scarlett Johansson, is going to try and control the global weather.
1: Oh. oh. No. Sam Pinkham. Did he? A, si- a similar sort of plot, is that not right? It was talking about windsurfers and the <laughs> Bond villain was trying to control the wind or did I make that up? He didn't go as far as to have a twister though. No, that's true.
0: Because right. I was thinking, if you could control the the global weather, you've got the whole world in your hands, haven't you, so to speak?
2: Weirdly yeah. enough, the-, the brand new James Bond official book by Kim Sherwood, who was a guest on this show... Uh, yes, is about a megalomaniac who wants to control the weather. So you're, you're on genius level Bond plotting here.
0: Lost yeah. my heart and hope to die. I did not know that. I did not listen to that podcast. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will. But no, it's not even her. It's not even her podcast episode. It's the actual official Bond book.
1: Yeah,
0: oh. that's
2: a.
1: Uh, you're you're thinking on the same brainwaves as the official, uh, sort of uh, Fleming estate. So yeah. pretty yeah. Bond, I would say.
0: So if our so, new show doesn't come back, Fraser, I can just knock out a couple of bomb novels, couldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> we don't get recommissioned, which let's face it. Look
2: okay. at the writer
0: out, are... out go down to the potting shed. Look at the writer out, go down to the potting shed. As long as that's
1: all you're doing down there.
0: Yeah, all this, doing, sh- this potting
1: too- shed has a real effect on you, to be honest. It's, it's, <laughs> okay.
0: it's Watch the movie. Just skip to the sexy bits.
1: <laughs> so speaking of sexy bits, shall we discuss uh, yes. these, these picks then? Yes. Scarlett Johansson. Um, I mean, probably the sexiest maybe person.
0: Do you think? Is she?
1: Got to be up there. Yeah. She is up there. Yeah. I
2: mean, the Black Widow, isn't she?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Because also I was, the... I was thinking from a cinematic point of view, they're very different, aren't they? Aubrey and, and Scarlett look very different, but that's <laughs> why I loved um, twins, Danny DeVito and Arnie. You totally could tell them <laughs> <if you're> apart. <laughs>
1: okay. I, I mean, I don't know if you've so when when you said Scarlett Johansson as a, a Bond villain, I thought mm-hmm. of um, have you seen the film Under the Skin? She plays a sort of an alien in that, and no, she has actually she actually has dark hair in that, and it's not massively different to Aubrey Plaza, I suppose. But she is kind of villainous in that. Uh, yeah. Which would be a good sort of template. I guess if she was like traditional blonde and Aubrey Plaza was traditionally dark, then yeah, yeah. I guess it's quite... Uh, or we quite could
0: different. go another tangent and find identical twins. And one could be the <laughs> villain. Oh, you've got to rein me in now. This is going to be the world's longest podcast. <laughs> uh,
1: here's a here's a quick quiz question. Go
0: on. Oh no. Go Top on.
1: of your head. Who is the older of the two? Of, what, you're uh,
0: Hansel Plaza? Yeah. I'd go... Johansson. So would I.
1: They're actually the same age. Oh. <laughs> Trick question. Trick question. Yeah, <laughs> I, would have, I would not have thought that. I would have thought Aubrey Plassi was quite a bit younger, but no. they old they're are both, they? They're both 38 years old.
2: Ah. Well, it seems yeah. like Scarlett Johansson seems to be in about forever.
1: I know, I guess she must have been really young and lost in translation.
0: Mm. Yeah, Yeah, she was, wasn't she? She does I... seem to have been out for about 100 years.
2: Yeah. I remember her from Home Alone 3. <laughs> <laughs> there was a third one?
0: Yeah, well, more than no. a third one isn't there. There's yeah.
1: loads now. Yeah, yeah.
0: Isn't oh god.
1: So anyway, in general, I would say I I love Aubrey Plaza. Great pick. Um, mm. I guess I know her best probably from Parks and Recreation. That's where she was sort of, I guess, most yeah. famous she has that style that's sort of been uh, stolen a bit by this new Wednesday character on Netflix who's sort of been prepared oh, yeah. to her a little bit.
0: Oh my God, my yeah. children are obsessed with it. They're they absolutely- have
1: a similar sort of style, but yeah, yeah, I really, really like it. And I don't know what you mean. Like, I think you described her as, you said, I don't want someone fluffy. And I think that's the perfect pick
0: for someone who's not fluffy. No, I want someone that's that's going to, you know, stand their own ground and 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 be strong. And, and I think it's, you know, without meaning to go on about it, I think it's really important for for girls and women to have role models like that. I mean, General Tega in, in Wednesday is just brilliant. And, and, you know, both my girls watch it, particularly the youngest. And she just thinks that she's incredible because she's strong and she's feisty. And she, you know, she says, I'm a bit like that. I? And I'm like, yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, so yeah. But they're also like
0: <laughs> both of them
1: as well. It's like, it's, it's the quick wit and like something that, that often like, you know, it's definitely been a resurgence or like, a surgence recently of strong female characters but often they, they focus on the physical strength and they miss out that the quick-wittedness yeah. and the intelligence and, and those characters have it like yeah buckets mm-hmm. so
2: aubrey, aubrey plaza for me is yeah another really really good shout uh i think i first saw her in a show called legion i don't know if either of you have seen that no, it was no, like that's... very loosely set in the x-men universe and she was a mutant in it and she was absolutely batshit crazy such (laughs) such an amazing character so from that point on I thought anything she's in I want to watch it
0: watch it she was amazing in White Lotus I liked the first series of White Lotus but the second series just blew me away I again I won't give any spoiler alerts but I just loved the concept I loved the fact that I mean I know this is about Bond and not White Lotus but I loved the fact that it was just human stories and I just thought it was such a fantastic fantastic piece of writing and and all the characters in it were were amazing
2: yeah I'd agree yeah I think pretty much everyone's obsessed with it just now and can't wait for the next the next iteration excellent and then for me Scarlett Johansson's a little bit yeah it's interesting that she's a villain but I kind of preferred the Daniel Craig idea did you yeah
0: but it's been done before. Hang on, I've got an ice cube in my mouth. Hold <laughs> the line, Caller. <laughs> Spit that out. Um, there's another one for your trailer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. I know. But you see, at the end of that, and if anyone hasn't watched it, I'm, all I can say is sorry. I mean, it's pretty apocalyptic, isn't it? Like, How's well, he going to get out of that one?
2: Listen, Amanda, I've told you, there's no rules.
0: Okay.
2: Anything yeah. is possible in your Bond film. I-
0: Right, so maybe we can have them both. Maybe we can have two villains. Maybe it can be Daniel and his daughter working in conjunction because they've both had enough. And then you can throw Aubrey in as a Vespa daughter, which is going to throw Daniel Craig completely because he's going to be trying to take them all out. But yeah. then he finds out that she's the love child. Well, not his love child. Mm. So, okay,
1: so she's not his. She, she, so she's... he
0: oh, can't go around, you know. Because that's going to be crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it is, <laughs> it is it's like
0: a bit you, <laughs> Or that bloke from up north that's got 84 kids. Let's get this. Into. Now, it, I knew this would happen. I'm right. like a box full of kittens. So we've got Jack O'Connell as Bond. Yes. And now phrases made me feel that I have to include Daniel Craig, so I am including Daniel Craig. The villains are Daniel Craig and his daughter, Matilda Swan, yeah. who's going to be played by Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett yeah. So they're like the crankies. They're like <laughs> the vengeful crankies.
1: Vengeful Crankies. <laughs> that is uh, very rude. The two, two of the best-looking uh, performers in Hollywood <laughs> compared do to the, the Crankies. crankies.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I asked for that.
0: It's only because I'm talking to the Scots that so I've suddenly thought of the Crankies. Um... So that's that, and then we've got the love interest, which is Aubrey Plaza, mm-hmm. who's going to be the daughter of Vespa. So, Vespa had her before she met Daniel Craig.
2: Okay, just gonna throw that? a big
0: old spanner in his works because he doesn't want to take her out because he loved Vespa, which yeah. keeps me back to that Vespa martini I had in scots and nearly fell off the bar stool. <laughs> <laughs> they are delicious,
2: uh, oh okay? Goodness. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Daniel Craig idea well
0: you're not feeling the scarlet Johansson, do you just want daniel craig i mean I no,
2: no i'm fine with the scarlet yeah i think that that's a, that's a good idea as well i just i didn't want you to dismiss it
0: okay cool okay well let's throw him in the mix as well then and then yeah. he can be like me when i met the new scottish widow he can be really grumpy <laughs> <laughs> like, he is.
1: so that's what went down was it Oh, no! Now we're getting all the gossip <laughs> by what happens underneath the hood.
0: <laughs> I started the plan for world domination whilst controlling the weather from Fraser's front room.
1: I think that's what the, the you know, like the hen, like Daniel Craig's henchmen, he's like a villain, you will have henchmen, but they should all be like dressed like the Scottish Widow.
0: <laughs> That'd be scary.
1: Yeah, it would be. They'd be good villains.
0: They're cloaks, their cloaks could become like yeah, yeah, yeah. weapons. You know, like old what's his face? I always used to call it it's not blowjob, is it? What's he called?
1: Blowfeld
2: makes mixture between odd job and blowfeld. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who was the one with the hat?
1: Odd job. Odd job.
0: Oh, this is this is descending into madness and we've only done three characters. I know,
1: it's descending into a, uh, an Austin Powers movie now as <laughs> opposed to a Okay, Bond. let's
0: rein it in. Okay. Who would you like me to talk about next?
1: So mm-hmm. next we have let's talk director. Oh, who you would like to direct your film
0: oh, I know you two are proper film buffs so you're going to moan about this but I'm standing by it right well we haven't, we haven't done any moaning
1: yet to be fair so pressure's on for a bit of a moan
0: oh I know but you will moan at this because it's <laughs> it's sort of obvious but it's it's he has been such a constant in my childhood and adulthood I'll say it really quickly Steven Spielberg <laughs> do you know why I've got Spielberg look at your faces
1: i'm not uh, i think i've heard of steven spielberg what did he make
0: (laughs) a couple of like little something about a big fish
1: he's sort of an an indie director of some sort yeah
0: i listened to um desert island discs because that's how old i am and i listened to his podcast of it and i just found him fascinating he was talking about um the Fableman, Mm -hmm. talking about how he that was really I'm uh, going off on a slight tangent, but he was talking about how he found out his mum was having an affair because he filmed it and he was filming them on a summer camp when he was about fifteen, I think it was. and he saw the interaction between his mum and his dad's best friend. and he saw it with his own eyes, but he didn't believe it until he saw it on camera because he was recording it at the same time. and, You know, I grew up in the era of Indiana Jones, um, Jaws, you know, all of those incredible E.T., all of those incredible movies that he's made. And I think he just brings, I think he's a fantastic storyteller. I think he brings incredible depth to characters. I mean, Schindler's List stayed Mm. with me for days after I saw that. And I think he could do a good job of it. I mean, I know he's not arty farty. I know he's not, you know, cutting edge but I love him. So I'm standing by it. Yeah. Go on, Fraser. Hit me with it.
2: You're, you're right. It is an obvious choice, but.
0: I'm kind of obvious.
2: He, no, no, no. He's Steven Spielberg. He is the master. I would say. He really
0: is. I've I, not I, seen a woman yet. Have you?
2: No, I've not actually, but no. I've, I've heard that it's a bit long. Um
0: oh God, I'd have to have an aisle seat.
2: yeah don't forget your uh your your chamber pot yeah um there's there you're right there are so many of his films that are cemented in film lore and that are massively Mm. celebrated and i think rightly so because those films are are among the most relatable films of all time your et jaws jurassic park indiana jones they're universally loved and and I've I've heard I've read interviews where Steven Spielberg says he wishes he could have directed a James Bond film. In fact, mm. Indiana, Indiana Jones was his response to not being allowed to direct a Bond film. Ever let him. I think it probably probably just the timing didn't work out or, or whatever like that. But um But
0: you know, saving Private Ryan again, I mean big Hollywood movie, but still he has The ability, I think, as a director, to make me kind of hold my breath in kind of... And and that's what I want when I go to the cinema. You know, Mm. I want to lose myself for hopefully an hour and 45 minutes. (laughs) It has to be a bit longer, so be it. You know, but I do, I just want to be lost. I want to be immersed in a world. And I think that the worlds that he creates um, and the genres that he can jump between are Mm. incredible. I mean, he does suspense, he does adventure, but he also does... You know heart-wrenching and and gut-wrenching movies and i think that he would have the ability to do all of that in a bond movie really well
2: yeah one of the ones that he that quite often gets not necessarily overlooked but i guess lost in the sort of the massive pile of his films is close encounters of the third kind Oh
0: my which God. is i can not even remember that how's it go with the the sound yeah.
2: you almost had it there it is it that pretty much yeah that's it but i i absolutely love that film uh there's there's moments in it where i think that's i think pretty much the reason that i became a fan of film and and i think how how did someone get those kind of performances out of an actor Mm. and spielberg was the man to do it yeah i
0: think he i think he could do it Stuart, yeah, we, very quiet stuart why are
1: you so quiet no I, I was just listening and i know uh fraser's obviously a a student of film and uh a, and, a, and you know i love some so much and i know how much a lot of spielberg films been to him so i was just giving him a bit of space to to mm-hmm. wax lyrical about one of his heroes um maybe i i guess you, you could say because perhaps it's maybe a little bit of an, an obvious choice he is the biggest, the best director with the best back catalogue, you know, of any film and a filmmaker that you know almost all others look up to. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's nothing more I can say that Franz hasn't said. And and if you, you know, take one if you don't know much about filmmaking, don't know much about directors, take one look at uh, Steven Spielberg's Wikipedia page, and you'll see all of your favorite films on there. Um, so I, I love kinda... them.
0: Did you uh, when I was listening to um Desert Island Discs, I was listening to how he managed to blag his way into Universal Studios. Did you have you ever heard the story? No, he was on a tour of Universal, like one of the bus tours that they do. And they all had to get off and use the restroom and he hid in the restroom. Everyone else got back on the bus and off they went. And he hid in the restroom and he came out and then he went and found um a guy that was working on one of the studio lots and sort of told him how much he wanted to be in film. And the guy took a punt and said, well, bring your stuff back in tomorrow and let me have a look at it. And he took some of the the Westerns that he'd made as a, as a kid and took them in. And the guy was like, oh, okay, yeah, you might have something here and gave him a three-week internship at Universal. And then he got talking to the security guard. And when his pass ran out, he just went, you know, hey, and, then he, and he stayed there for the whole summer. And there that's how he got his, yeah.
2: Pretty similar to my story. I, I, uh... Just asked Sam Pinkham for a job on Holiday Homes in the Sun, and here I am.
0: You weren't even supposed to be there. He just kept rocking up with the camera. The other cameraman was tied up in a cupboard, Scooby-Doo style.
1: <laughs> still is, yeah.
0: Still is somewhere in Alicante.
1: <laughs> One thing
2: yeah. that uh, Spielberg is an expert at capturing is family drama. Which yeah, very much so. Very much links to our, our plot here. <laughs> Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. See, there has been thought gone into this, you know, Fraser. I haven't just thrown a load of names on a piece of paper.
1: Yeah. Did you Didn't really think you of that though before? <laughs> what
0: about throwing <laughs> names on pieces of paper? Did you like <laughs> who did you like next?
1: Right. you just got your piece of paper just full of innuendos to say at certain points.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, these are completely <laughs> I tried really hard. I sat down and thought, right, behave. Pretend your mother's in the room. That's not <laughs> worked so far.
1: Your mother would be very disappointed. Anyway, okay, yeah, brilliant. Let's crack music. Let's talk music, shall we? I like talking. To... Oh, the
0: yeah, music I... bit. Yeah, yeah this I'll is music.
1: this is your expert bit, Stuart, isn't it? You love. I the like music, the, I like the music bit. Sometimes we don't give enough time, so let's give loads of time to the music I've bit. I've given
0: I've given a lot of time to this. I've also got an M and a Q and a money penny and a plot. I've done the plot. I've lost the plot um, <laughs> and the location. So, do you want music now?
1: Let's go music now, and then we'll go to the obs after. Yeah.
0: Okay, right. So, music. One's dead, one's alive. I'm trying to work out, because I can do this, can't I? Because they can be yeah, dead. Yeah. yeah, of course they can. See, now I'm nervous. <laughs> as the director for you, and now I'm nervous about the music, because Stupots just said that he's really into music, so now I'm properly nervous, right? <laughs> I love a lyric. Yes. I love a lyric. Like, I can... I can... It's really... I can be moved to tears by, by songs, you know, because I love... People that can write incredible music. Do you want the dead one or the living one first? Because they're going <laughs> to do it. Let's
1: go dead, dead first. One Who? Dead. Let's go dead.
0: I oh, can't even. I can't even bear it. Every time he comes on the radio, I go, "Oh, George, George Michael, oh, what a man!" The- Again, I grew up listening to him. He has such a beautiful voice. And he can, there's a, he did this amazing album called Songs From The Last Century. I don't know whether you um, have heard it. And, and it was basically that lots, he did cover versions of lots of different songs from different eras and different genres. And what was so clever about it was that they were all completely different types of, of, of music. But he handled each one so well and I was I was listening to him. Um, I have a little house down in um, Devon and I was sat by the fire working on this podcast like I've probably given this a load of thought and I put that album on and I thought, bingo, he's the perfect, perfect character for this or to sing this because you need someone that can belt it out, right? I mean, old oh, Wasserface I always call a burly chassis it's Shirley I <laughs>
2: <laughs> love a bit of burly. Burly I love shatty.
0: a bit of Burley Shadzi. <laughs> but she was really good for that time of Bond movies. Yeah. I think they haven't softened, but they've become more relatable now. And I think you need a, a character and a voice that can become more relatable. So George is the dead one. Mm-hmm. I think um, when,
1: I was, when I was, I guess, growing up, we sort of grew up in George, when George Michael was in his more sort of scandal era, so I knew of him mm. through, through more of like the controversy and some of the, the, the bad things that happened, and it was only when, so I didn't really know of him as such a serious, like, you know, such a, a yeah. acclaimed musician, and it was only when he died and I heard the tributes and I hear people say oh, things amazing. like what you've just described there that I actually sort of learned more about, you know, just how what influential artist he was. Or yeah. Was,
0: he was incredible. I mean, his older album was beautiful. But if you if you get the chance, I mean, it's probably not your 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 type of music. But but have a listen to songs from the last century. He does a cover version of a Bonnie Raitt song called "I Can't Make You Love Me," which is the most heartbreaking song. And it's all about knowing that somebody doesn't love you anymore, and sort of saying there's nothing I can do about it. But just give me, you know, just just give me one more sort of night with you before you go. And it's just oh. But, yeah, I mean, I think he he could really belt out a tune. Yeah, it's really? not that one where he's dressed as a police officer in the L.A. toilet. That's not <laughs> all the day glue shorts in uh, Club Tropicana and Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Mm. Although we yeah. can never take away Last Christmas. Well, yeah. that, I, I was just
2: going to say, I, I still think it's absolutely mad that he died on, like, Christmas Day. I know. And he, he know. obviously was, was the singer of one of the most famous yeah. Christmas songs. It
0: was Christmas yeah. songs. But, it's yeah, His later work is definitely, definitely worth listening to. And I'd either have him on his own or I would have him with Taylor Swift. Hey,
1: now you're talking uh, my language.
0: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I love Taylor Swift. My children, well, my youngest hates her. Like every time I try and put her on, it gets turned off immediately. But again, I think she is one of those writers that can just, the same way that Spielberg can take you off when you're watching a movie, she can take you off when you're listening to a song. So she wrote, I don't know whether you know, but the song, All Too Well, that um, she allegedly wrote about Jake Gyllenhaal. Poor Jake, Mm. (laughs) but they dated for about three months. He dumped her. She then wrote this amazing song. And if you listen to the lyrics of All Too Well, and again, it's unrequited love, you know, they fell in love, he then leaves her. And, And the way that she describes that feeling of being in love with someone, that doesn't love you back is incredible and i think if you put those two voices together they would properly belt one out yeah. there, a, a duo singing a bond
2: once yeah well, on. once there was uh jack white and alicia keys that uh another way to die the quantum solace so mm-hmm.
1: which should I, should
0: I, think uh, I love which... how much you know about bond
1: yeah um I, I think i'm a bit like you amanda in that i I'm a very lyric lyrics based listener. I need. I love good lyrics. For me, the sadder the better. Uh, yeah. So, "All Too Well" is a great example of a beautifully oh, heart wrenching song that just yeah. like gets you right in the gut. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I really like that pick. We well, have had her before, um, Taylor Swift, but we can have her again for sure.
0: Have you had her with George?
1: No, no, uh, for never. The... Together at last. <laughs>
2: I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, and I'm not. A huge, <gasps> I'm not a Swift. I mean, I
0: still love you. Ta- I still love you, Taylor. I've just called you Taylor, Fraser. <laughs> <laughs>
1: got t- got Taylor on much. the brain.
0: Yeah. Oh, this um, I, <laughs> I, will I will always love you. Who's yeah, that? Always,
1: that was oh, Whitney. Uh, Whitney. Whitney
2: Houston. Yeah. Another yeah. one. Written by. No, sorry. Yeah, written by.
0: Polly darton <laughs> Burly <laughs> Chassis
1: Burly Chassis, was that the description you gave to the police about your car? <laughs> That's quite good actually <laughs> It's not uh, bad, just about 10 minutes later But you know yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Still very good Who have we got left now? We've got an M and a Q Which
1: mm-hmm. oh,
0: yeah. sounds like a game of Scrabble doesn't it? <laughs> Do you want my M first or my Q first? You They're go for
1: it, this is, a, this is a kind of pick and mix bit You can, you can chop and change, put whatever you want in now
0: it's interesting that you say that, Stuart, because I've chopped and changed so many times with this. <laughs> I'm going to... Th- uh, do you know what? I'm going to need your help with this because I've got... Well, I did have four.
1: Oh, That's for Q, sorry. Q's a fun one. I like Q that. And I M.
0: So Q, Q, and Q. I'm going to mm-hmm. do M first. M, because I've got M. M is right. Idris Alba. Ah! 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 What's happening?
2: Wait. <laughs> it's happened.
0: Yeah!
1: for the first oh, time okay. this, all right. There, is, there, there, there. so amanda you've triggered the idris l bell oh. which is brand new for this series don't you make know, me sing no you don't have to sing <laughs> thankfully in fact this is not the, the second uh holiday home yeah that's true yeah because yeah. sam
0: had to do madonna didn't he had he? the madonna yeah. bell
1: he had the madonna bell you've triggered the idris l bell um so what i need you to do amanda is to pick a number between one and three that will open an envelope I have in front of me and you will have to complete the challenge in that envelope.
0: God, have I got to get naked again? (laughs) Three! (laughs) Three!
1: Okay, envelope three! That's what's in all three, isn't it? (laughs) Yes! Oh, what a coincidence! (laughs) Okay, so you have to answer this quiz question, okay? So I have three facts here, Mm -hmm. two of which are about actor and musician Idris Elba, one Mm. of which is about popular dessert, the peach melba. Okay. I'm going to name these three facts and I need you, Amanda Lamb, to tell me which of those facts is about a peach and Elba and not about Idris Elba. Go on. You ready? Yeah, okay. I
0: should have got to get this right. I mean, go
1: okay. on. Fact number one, name the sexiest man of the year in 2013. <laughs> fact number two, famous for playing Stringer bell in TV show The Wire. And fact number three, a popular dessert made from peaches, raspberry <laughs> sauce and vanilla ice cream. Which of those facts is not about Idris Elba?
0: Oh, that's a really hard one, because they are quite sexy, Peach Melba. I think I'm going <laughs> to yeah. have to go number three. He came to my school the other week. I've never <laughs> seen so many glamorous women at our school.
1: <laughs> well, oh, I can confirm that you're right. Question three was uh, the right answer. That was, in fact, about a Peach okay. Melba. Well, well done.
0: Okay. okay, Q, right? Q. I want to hear
1: more about Idris help at your school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Long story.
0: He'd come around for a tour, and one of his uh, one of his kids were possibly going to the school. So literally, it was like a beauty pageant. Most of the time, people rock up in sweatpants with no makeup, and it was <laughs> like Love Island. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine like the teachers making the announcement, like everyone brace yourselves, Edris help was coming round to the school. <laughs> it was
0: a rumor; nobody knew. So for like three weeks, everyone looked like they were coming off the Love Island, <laughs> and after that, we all went back to our sweatpants again. Sorry. <laughs>
1: So one in their most glam outfits.
0: All right, I'm going to give you a cue now because I was doing the obvious ones, like okay. Robbie Coltrane, don't blow a horn or anything at me, or even Cry. <laughs> and then I thought, no, 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 no. Do you know who I want to play Q? Daisy Edgar Jones. Oh, brilliant!
1: Okay. Yeah, because why? Of,
0: why? Because I like. I mean, Q is is pretty much that kind of nerdy geek, isn't he? Most of the time, it's yeah. never yeah. been a female Q, has there? no I can see her in the coat in the underground bunker fiddling Mm. around with all the you know the toys and the 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 trinkets and the watches and the all of that business and maybe I'm thinking because of Ben Winshaw isn't it it's Ben Winshaw that plays Q or has played Q in the past he's kind of you know geeky and yeah I could see her looking like a female version of him if that makes sense I don't know maybe that's maybe that's association maybe that's what I'm thinking but yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I could see that yeah sure yeah that can work
0: my money penny's funny.
1: Okay. Funny money penny, let's go.
0: Well I think my money penny's funny. I want
1: <laughs> to <tough> stop saying that. <laughs> <clears throat> that is good, gin, isn't it? Jeez,
0: what's that? Uh... Who's editing
2: I'll this? I'll have <laughs> <her> what she's <laughs> having.
0: I want my money penny to be um Jennifer Coolidge, because I am still obsessed with White Lotus. So Jennifer Coolidge is a temp that's had to come in because the normal money penny <laughs> It's opposite.
1: brilliant um
2: i think we might have had jennifer coolidge as money penny before she has come up fun. i, I do remember
1: discussing a pre-white lotus yeah yeah
0: That's annoying i thought i was being really cutting edge then
1: oh huh? well yeah. I, I mean it, it's good I, I think maybe we had her as m perhaps before yeah I mean, maybe because, i can't remember but we have definitely just discussed her but i mean i still love it I still a brilliant pick.
0: But yeah she'd be great as money penny we must be almost there we've got location and car do you want to hear my car Yes. Let's go car. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't always get a car. Nice to get a car. Actually. Yeah. yeah. But... It's a ridiculous, well, it's not a ridiculous car. It's a great car. I've been given as part of a, um, uh, Instagram thing, the new Ford Mac E, the electric Mustang. Oh mm. my goodness. It is incredible. 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds which is great when I'm driving around tricking you know. <laughs> but I, I... I was sort of thinking about it and I was like, it'd be all well and good, but it's fully electric. So he'd have to like, if he knows he's going to do a car chase, he's going to have to <laughs> kind of charge it up at McDonald's around the corner before he does it. Because when I first got it, I went off to um, Devon in it thinking, Oh, this is really flat. And then I was driving back along the A303 with 8% in the pitch oh, god by Stonehenge thinking, hmm not quite sure how i'm gonna get out of this i managed to get to a charging point but the actual car itself is beautiful that but i'm not sure whether the world is ready for a fully electric yeah. maybe hybrid maybe i can't
1: i can't cool. imagine the scene where bond yeah is having like a big mac at <laughs> <in> McDonald's right <laughs> waits for his car to charge
0: <laughs> While all the baddies are waiting at the back because like, yeah, i just yeah. trying to, I just <laughs> try to plug in i'll be five minutes i'm at an ultra fast one so I'll be up to 50% in about 20 minutes.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, is, that, is that us? Is that all of the pics? Is this your Bond film, Amanda?
0: I think it is. Have I done everything? I think I have.
1: I well, you have. Fraser, do you want to do the rundown? I'd love to. I'd love to. I would I would love to.
0: He's going to start making bits up now because he'll just edit all the bits out that i said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not having Jack a all. No. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I love him.
0: You watch. Okay. Everyone's going to go and watch Lady Chatterley after this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but just nobody's going really? to watch the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're well, already film. watching it. No yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Google uh, the after we seen. Is that the scene? Is webcam shaking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fraser,
2: please Sorry. proceed. Sorry, uh, Amanda Lamb. Your build a Bond is as follows. Playing Bond, you have Jack O'Connell. Playing your Bond girl, you have Aubrey Plaza, who is Vesper Lind's daughter in the film, not in real life. Uh, your villains are played by Daniel Craig, who's back from the dead, and Scarlett Johansson, who plays Mathilde Swan, the sweet and innocent child from the last movie, who's now a villain somehow. Uh, they're the vengeful crankies, as you said. <coughs> <and laughs> potentially... Uh, controlling the weather from their high-rise apartment. <laughs> uh, directed by Steven Spielberg. Your song is a duo by George Michael and Taylor Swift. And any other Bonds, you've got Edris Elba playing M. You've got Daisy Edgar-Jones as Q. You've got Jennifer Coolidge as Money Penny, And Bond is going to be driving a Ford Mac e electric whenever it's been charged.
0: How does that sound? It sounds brilliant. It
2: does, doesn't it?
0: What fun. Uh, That Mustang, I tell you, when it is charged, it goes. It's amazing. (laughs) Good,
2: good. Um, One more piece of uh, business to attend to. You may have Mm -hmm. heard if you've listened to other episodes, but we need a title for your film.
0: Oh, criks.
2: I I'm running a bit dry on ideas here. I've got one, but it's not very good.
0: <laughs> It'll do. You've got more than me. You've got one bad one compared. I mean, I was going to go the lamb, the lamb with the golden gun, but that's yeah. Go oh, okay. on.
2: <laughs> we could go with that, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> lamb with a <the> half-charged Mustang. <laughs> go on. is going to be better than that. Uh,
2: no, I mean no. It's not really. It's just based on the the weather thing, and it's just thunder and lightning ball.
1: I'm trying to think of something, maybe something related to Lady Chatterley's lover, something related to pottery, maybe. A pottery?
0: It's a potting shed, Stuart. A, it's a potting different. shed. Sorry, it's, not, was... it's not throwing pots. It's throwing Lady Chatterley around. <laughs> I, wasn't, I,
1: wasn't, I wasn't paying that much attention to the setting, to be honest.
0: <laughs> He's too busy watching it at the moment. He's not paying any attention to this. What are you guys on about? That. What? 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 <laughs> Oh, I hadn't even thought of the title. I thought you guys already came up with that. Weather, mm-hmm. um, Baines, Thunder. Um, uh, I had
2: was des- desperately trying to think of something with the crankies, but I can't fit it in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Jeanette Cranky always used to sit on his lap? We had a runner, we had a runner whose auntie and uncle were the crankies no not on our show but on another show he nearly killed me on the m25 i'm (laughs) properly digressing now um i can't think of a title can't your can't your listeners think yeah
1: i think let's let's put it out to the listeners build a bond 007 twitter instagram give us a suggestion we've got nothing uh (laughs) great title for a great film from amanda lamb amanda thanks so much Thank you,
0: Amanda. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I've had such a lovely, lovely time.
1: Ooh, I just love her so much.
2: I want to spend all day with her.
1: <laughs> what a laugh, eh? What a lovely, lovely person. Absolutely. Um, and a,
2: a really fun episode as well. It really was.
1: Yeah, good. Uh Sometimes it can be either or, a fun episode or a good film. I think we kind of merged both there. That was quite yeah. good. Yeah, I'm loving the idea of Daniel Craig coming back. I love uh, that the, we got to use the Idris Bell. That was great. And unbelievable, yeah. Yeah. Can't believe it. That it was great. Well, yeah, I, I thought of the title first and then <laughs> uh, the the concept didn't really follow through. Uh, it turns out there's quite a lot of differences between Idris Elba and A Peach Melba. Right, that's, yeah hadn't mm. thought about that
2: but I, I, good, I didn't anticipate that happening but yeah it's yeah. a good point um hadn't didn't hear many uh foods and drink brands
1: though seven seven i counted seven yeah go on uh big mac uh-huh um pepsi did you say pepsi when i was describing the foods required when you go to the when, to the cinema <sighs> i said pepsi yes. i said rollover hot dog i said burkus popcorn and minstrels, I said minstrels. And minstrels, I said as well, yeah. So, yeah, that was okay, pretty okay. good.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, not bad, not bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah. I did it so subtly, even you didn't know it. Mm.
2: Yeah, you're right, I didn't. I, and I was looking for them as well.
1: There we go. Challenge completed. Complete.
2: Well done. Um, great episode. I've had such fun tonight. Uh, you can, you, Stuart Morrison, can find mm-hmm. us on Instagram and Twitter, can't you?
1: I can if I want to, yes. I would just have to go into the search bar of those uh, social media platforms and I would search for Build a Bond 007, all letters and then all numbers. Zero, zero 007, okay. Yes. Uh, and what, what what can you find when we when you get in there? It's, it's a wealth of content. It's information about the episodes. It's background bits and clips. There is some jovial humor from the two of us. And, oh. well, <laughs> uh, you'll love it. Great, okay, good. Well, thank you, Stuart. Thank you, Fraser. We'll see you next time.